Blog Talk Radio. to our listeners. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. And certainly we want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you uh, heard or will hear, but we pray that it is a blessing to you and to you and to you. It's another day that God has kept us, 
And certainly it is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's mercy towards us. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And certainly we thank God for another day that we have never seen before. And certainly one that we will never see again. And we are here just to give God glory, honor, and praise for he's worthy to be praised for keeping us up until this present time. And certainly we are believing him to keep us before he says he is able to keep that which he has committed towards us against the day of Jesus Christ. And certainly we stand on God's word because God's word cannot and it will not fail. It will not return unto him void. For those of you that have tuned in, we want you to let you know that you can invite your neighbors and your friends and your family to log on uh, with us in this hour, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Certainly you can also call in 619-924-0800, Certainly we will uh, be delighted to hear from you. Uh, you can, addition, in addition to Block Talk Radio, you can listen to us. We are syndicated on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and Google Play. Look for Global Gospel on there. Certainly, we also want you to connect with us on social media. Look for Global Gospel on social media. Uh, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. We are on Instagram. And if you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there's a direct link to every episode. Uh, all you have to do is click on the embedded image, and it will bring you directly to our show or episode at this time or a previous episode or a future episode. If you are looking to write Global Gospel, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, our listeners. At this time, we would like to take this particular time to shout out our sponsors, just a few of them, Maris Organics, shout out to Third Lounge and to Melanated Beards, Ryan Wilson, MPT Enterprise, Mall and Townsend, Grandma Edda's Quilting, Margie Bradley Townsend, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Lois Glenn Carter. We thank God for all of you our sponsors, and we ask that you support and continue to support our sponsors. Look for their social media page on Instagram. Look for their website. Look for their profile on Facebook. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Bowers family, the Latham family, the Hernandez family, the Walker family, the Hartley family, the Davis family, the Alice family. Allen family, the Watson family, Washington family, the McCoy family, the Wiggins family, the Brinson family. Shout out to all families everywhere that are listening in. Certainly, we do want to hear from you. Leave us a comment on our page, and certainly we will shout you out as well. And certainly, we believe in encouraging one another. Now, we also have people that are listening in around the world, not just the United States, not just New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, Carolinas, Florida, Michigan, Illinois, California. We have those listening in Canada and Mexico and Jamaica, West Indies and Colombia and Brazil and Sierra Leone, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, the Republic of the Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Uganda, Kenya, Mozambique, South Africa, Turkey, Hungary, Poland, Germany, Netherlands, France, Spain, Portugal, Ireland, the United Kingdom, Sweden, Japan, South Korea, 
Myanmar. We thank God for you, you, and for you. For those that have tuned in to Global Gospel, perhaps this is your first time tuning in, we welcome you again, and we want to share with you our theme scripture. Our theme scripture here at Global Gospel can be found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We want you to know that the gospel heals, it delivers, it saves, and it sets free. The gospel is comprehensive. It's there to meet every need in your life. If you have a physical need, if you have a financial need, if you have an emotional need, if you have a spiritual need, the gospel is there for you on today. And certainly it certainly tells the light about the birth, the life, the death, the resurrection, the burial, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And certainly we know that because he lived and died, certainly we can have life and have it more abundantly. Because Christ came, we know that Christ is the answer for every situation that we have. We don't have to lose hope. We don't have to be faint at heart. We don't have to throw in the towel. We don't have to be suicidal. Why? Because Jesus knows, he cares, and he understands. And certainly we can cast our cares on him, knowing that he cares for us. We can go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. So we thank God for the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is life-changing. It is changes every situation. So we thank you for sharing with us today with Global Gospel for the 1 p.m. hour as we are here every Saturday. We are going to go to a break, and after that break, we will be back and share more with you, more songs, more words of encouragement, more inspiration, because in a day, in a time, hour like this, Certainly, we need more of God, and certainly every time we turn around, whether it be near or whether it be far, whether it be local or abroad, we hear about someone uh, being shot, someone being killed, someone being robbed, being murdered, being violated, and it is just a horrible thing to hear some of the things, and sometimes it even comes to our circle of family and our circle of friends. But we have to be encouraged knowing that God sees all and he knows all and that God is able to do all things. And so we, uh, as the word of God says, having obtained help of the Lord, we continue continue on two days. So here it is. Uh, we thinking we're thinking on peace today, peace, because there's so much going around us that is not peaceful. We think on peace. Brian Courtney Wilson, always peace. with great. 
was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy, for another day, for another opportunity to share your word, to declare your word, to read your word, to study your word. For your words, they are spirit and they are life. We pray that someone is encouraged by your word, that somebody is moved by your word, that somebody is uplifted and inspired, delivered, saved, and set free. We thank you for your word. We praise you for your word. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. If you read the title today, the title is simply Glass Houses glass houses, and we are familiar with the term people that live in glass houses should not throw stones. And so as I attempt to say that a little further, the other day someone brought to my attention a particular situation, and it was a situation where someone or several people were trying to cast judgment on another person and their situation. And so my reply to the person is they wanted me to chime in on it in judgment and in a condescending way, but I would not do that. Uh, So what I have, the way I responded was I responded in a natural sense. I said, well, they're not the only person that does it. I said, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I said, People that live in glass houses should not throw stones. And so I tried it all of the natural ways to explain it. But then I said, you know what? Let me give you scripture for this. And I explained to them about the woman caught in the act of adultery and let he that is out sin cast the first stone. I explained to them this particular passage of scripture which has been called the pericope adulterae, uh, meaning uh, that it is a passage of scripture that explains a certain uh, situation and it's, uh, that is read and referenced at several times. And certainly as I think about glass houses, I remember my days in architecture school and there were some architectural precedents that set a standard and certainly that made a statement. In the late 1940s, there was an architect by the name of Mies van der Rohe, and he designed a glass house that is called the Farnsworth House. And then a few later, there was another individual that came along, architect by the name of Philip Johnson. And Philip Johnson designed uh, not the, it was a, a continuation or a further representation of glass house and it was simply called the glass house and it was located in and still is located in Connecticut and certainly they made history 
because every area of this particular house, although it was small in frame, small in stature, very simple, it was completely glass with the exception of the bathroom, the restroom. And the thing about it, it was referred to as the international style. And it set precedent because it pushed the limits of glass and steel and of metal. They were experimenting with a concept of thought and an idea. And certainly they brought much attention to themselves, so much attention to themselves that it was said that the police had to actually stand guard while uh, Philip Johnson was living in the house. They had to stand guard to keep people away from the house because the glass house was both an attraction and a distraction. And while it, there was no, you could see out from the inside, you could see out all around, and from the outside, you could see all around. And so uh, there was a play on inside versus outside. But as we look at the text on today, we find a woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. And the troublesome part about this is that we all know what adultery is. And to be caught in the very act would suggest to me that someone was looking where they should not have been looking or someone was paying attention to something that really did not concern them. The other problem in this text is that there was only one individual present. And while the scribes and the Pharisees uh, told Jesus that the woman was taken in adultery and they brought her to Jesus and told her what Moses' law said, that she would be stoned, but also both individuals should have been brought up. And so it is contradictory how people want to make the law what they want it to be. They want to use it when it is convenient for them. They want to use it in a convenient way for them. And same thing with God's word. People want to use God's word when it is convenient for them. But God's word is God's word. And God's word is always going to stand by itself. And God's word doesn't need anybody give their own twist on it. The old people said it's right all by itself. They said the Bible is right and somebody is wrong. And so we thank God for the Holy Scriptures that give us a guide to stand by. But as we look at the stone and we think about uh, as a child that said, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And that's not true because words can hurt. Words have destroyed people's character. Words have destroyed people's reputation. Words have, restored, uh, have caused other people to actually be killed because somebody told a lie or somebody gave misinformation or somebody spoke out of turn. And so we have to be careful with the words that we use. The Bible says that a, the tongue is unruly. It's a deadly evil. It's a poison. And that's why God's word also tells us that he will be a bridle for your tongue, means that he will keep you from uh, speaking out of turn. And when you speak, uh, the Bible lets us know that our words should be seasoned with salt. And so we have to be careful about what we say and what we don't say. We have to be careful about who we say it to and how we say it when we say it. And then the Bible also tells us that our conversation should be holy. We can't get mixed up in everybody's conversation. And so as we look at the stone, um, Jesus, uh, the the, uh, scribes and Pharisees wanted this woman to be stoned. They wanted her to be killed because they were looking at her sin and not their sin. And it reminds me of another movie by the name of The Scarlet Letter. And the Scarlet Letter was about a woman who had uh, had some indiscretions. Uh, she was uh, forced to live on the outside of her, her town. She had to wear a Scarlet Letter, uh, letting everybody know that she was an adulterer. And she was shunned and her child was shunned. Uh, but I, w- I won't go into details of that particular uh, book or movie. 
but it just lets you know how people, how cruel people can be in the name of the law and in the name of God. But God is love, and uh, God's love covers a multitude of sins. And God's love is forgiving, and it is long-suffering. And certainly, uh, the Bible says, uh, as the eagle stirs her nest, and so God's love is like that of a mother, which is unconditional. And so what we know about stoning is while people were trying to use stones in a negative way, if you look at Psalm 118 and 22, it says the stone which the builders refused is become the head stone of the corner. And if you read Isaiah 28 and 16, therefore thus said the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. And then as we look at Matthew, the 16th chapter and the 18th verse, and I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So as we look at people stoning us, we need to know that the stone that the builders rejected, we need to know that Jesus Christ is in charge. And certainly every time somebody uses, tries to use a stone against you, remember that Christ is the rock of ages. The hymn writer said, rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. And so we thank God for the rock of ages. We thank God for the stone that the builders rejected. We thank God for the, the chief cornerstone and the headstone and the rock that uh, God built his church upon. It has a sure foundation. And certainly God cannot and he will not fail. And then as we Look at, there is a sin in the text. There is uh, the sin of adultery. And certainly we need to know that there are no big sins and no little sins. And so they were picking at this woman in her sin. They were mocking her in her sin. They were trying to make an example of her in, the, in her sin. But the people that were doing this were no better than her. And so this is why if you live in a glass house you cannot afford to throw stones because if you're in a glass house you run the risk if you throw a stone that it's going to hit a glass wall matter of fact if you don't live in a glass house and if you're around a glass house and if you throw a stone you run the risk of that stone or that rock or that pebble hitting that glass and you know what? Glass is so fragile and um, so delicate, and people expect glass to break. This is why your insurance company has something called comprehensive. And what, what your comprehensive plan, it says that if uh, your windshield or your windows are, are broken, if a rock hits it, or even if someone else hits it, at no cost, your insurance company will pay for the replacement of your glass. And so God is just like that. He has a comprehensive plan for your life. If you are in sin, if you're around sin, God is able to remove you. He's able to replace you. He's able to restore that glass. He's able to restore your spirit, your soul. He's able to restore your place in God. So don't give up hope if you've been caught in a situation. Don't let people push you out and push you away and ostracize you and criticize you. But all you have to do is don't make your way to the accusers because Satan is an accuser of the brethren. Don't talk to Satan, but talk to Jesus. So the Bible says in Romans 5 and 8, but God commended his love towards us, toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. Christ died for the sins of the world. He was hung up for our hang-ups, and certainly he died for big sins and little sins, which there are none. And so what people try to do is make a difference between sins, that my sin is not as bad as your sin, or your sin is worse than my sin, but all sin is sin. All unrighteousness is sin. First John 5 and 16, if any man see his brother sin, a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. And certainly if we look at uh, another passage of Scripture, tells us we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come, and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. That's found in 1 John verses 5 and 16 through 21. So we found out today that all unrighteousness is sin. And we know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so if the opposite of finding yourself in sin is to find yourself in Christ Jesus, to find yourself in the word of God, for in the word of God, we have a hiding place. We know that everything that's going on in the world, wicked and evil, we know that sin is the blame for it all. Because we know that Adam and Eve, when Adam and Eve did what they did, sin came into the world. But we thank God for the second Adam of Jesus Christ that came to do away with our sins, to wash us and to clean us from our sins. James 5 and 16 says, confess your faults, one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. We know that if we read further in James that the prayer of faith will heal the sick and certainly if they have any sins they will be forgiven. And so we thank God for the opportunity just to pray, just to call on the name of the Lord, just to ask him for forgiveness. And certainly we are, Dietrich Haddon said, I'm so glad that God still hears a sinner's prayer. And so we thank God that God hears us when he, when we say, Lord, forgive me. We thank God uh, that we have the opportunity to repent. We thank God that we have the opportunity to go to God in prayer. We thank God that we have a Savior. Uh, they were trying to stone the woman because of her sin, but the Savior was there. And they tried to trap. To see, they not only were trying to uh, accuse, because Satan is the accuser of the brother, they wasn't trying to just accuse the woman of an adult, of being an adulterer. They were trying to accuse Jesus of going against the law. Isn't that something that you are you're so deceitful, you're so wicked that you are trying to trick the Savior himself. And the devil is just like that. He's tricky and he's always trying new tricks. But certainly Jesus was a step ahead of him. All he did was he began to write in the sand. And we don't know what he wrote in the sand. We don't know if he wrote somebody's sin in the sand. We don't know if he wrote somebody's name in the sand. But he said when he opened his mouth, he said, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And then the Bible says, and again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And the people that heard it 
were convicted by their own conscience. You don't need anybody to tell you that you're wrong. If you have a conscience, you know that you're wrong. You know that you're wrong when you did it. You know that you're wrong when you said it. You know that you're wrong if somebody saw you or if they didn't see you because uh, you have a conscience. And because their conviction set in, they went out one by one, beginning at the oldest. It was some old sinners in the crowd. Even until the last, there were some young sinners in the crowd. And certainly sin doesn't have an age. It doesn't have a name. It just attaches itself to whoever and whenever. And certainly uh, Jesus was left there, him and the woman, standing all alone. They were trying to isolate themselves. But actually, they put this woman in a good place because they put her alone with her Savior. And she was able to have just a little talk with Jesus. And just a little talk with Jesus makes everything all right. Woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee. Well, the Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. And certainly there is no condemnation in this woman's situation. She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. It's just that simple. If there's a stone in your life, if there's sin in your life, all you have to do is meet the Savior and go and sin no more. Because most people do live in a glass house. God bless you.
have denied Stone, certainly we pray that someone, something was said to encourage you on today. Listen, if you live in a glass house, don't throw stones. Don't be so quick to judge someone else's sins and forget about your own sins. Remember the woman that was caught in the very act. She had been caught in the act, but they had not been caught in the act, and therefore they felt that they were better uh, because they felt like Jesus didn't know. But Jesus sees all and knows all, for the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. God sits high and he looks low, and certainly we have to remember uh, that, listen, there go I, but for the grace of God. This doesn't mean that it's okay to sin, but it means simply that sometimes uh, you need to check out your own situation first. Especially, uh, you can't really consult the Lord all the time about other people. Sometimes you need to consult the Lord about yourself. Uh, we thank God for all of you, our listeners, 619-924-0800 is our number in studio. Uh, we encourage you to continue to listen to Global Gospel. Uh, we've heard today, let's see, we just finished listening to the Denied Stone. That's a classic, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, and certainly we started out with Maverick City and Kirk Franklin, Bless Me, Bless Me, Bless Me, God Indeed. And then we had another selection before my message. And certainly we thank God for all of our selections. Again, thank you for our listeners. We are coming down to the close of the hour. And certainly we just want everybody to remain alert. To We want you to watch and pray because it's dangerous out here in these streets. And certainly we want you to take the Lord with you everywhere you go, on the streets and in your home. Take the Lord with you everywhere you go. Um, we are going to conclude. We have about a few minutes. So I'm just going to play uh, Dietrich Haddon. Glad that God still hears Sinner's Prayer, we're going to place just a little bit of Sinner's Prayer, if if I can come across it. If not, here it is.
I'm so glad that God still hears a sinner's prayer. Uh, meet us every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Block Talk Radio, on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, uh, connect with us. Certainly it is a pleasure to share with you uh, every Saturday. Uh, by way of announcement, those of you that can and those that you will tomorrow at 11 a.m., meet me at the Wine Dance Missionary Baptist Church, 1191 Straight Path there in West Babylon, where the pastor is Reverend Lewis Wilson, and certainly he will be celebrating his 13th anniversary, and I will be the morning speaker at 11 a.m. That is Sunday, September the 18th, 20. 22 tomorrow and certainly we will be delighted if you share with us uh, we have come to the close of the hour and certainly we're going to pray and conclude with cc winings cc winings she is really stirring the nation right now and this selection says i have a savior gracious god our father we thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. God, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to share today in ministry. We pray that someone received the word on today, that the word fell on good ground, that their life has been changed, that they're able to seek the Savior. If though they may have stones in their life, may they, though they may have sin in their life, but they can call on the name of Jesus. For whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. They are saved. They are healed, they're delivered, and they are set free. So God, we thank you for your sending your son Jesus that we might have a right tree of life and that we ha might have life more abundantly. God, we pray for the sick and afflicted everywhere knowing that you are the great uh, great physician, knowing that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, you deliver us out of them all. And so we stand on your word. God, we pray that your healing virtue goes out for every sickness, every ailment, every disease. To those that are in the north, the south, the east, and the west, we find the enemy on every hand that came to steal, kill, and destroy. For you said whatsoever we bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. God, we lose your favor, your blessings, your prosperity, your anointing. For you say, whatsoever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And God, we believe your word. We stand on your word because it cannot, it will not fail. It will not return unto you void, but it will accomplish that which it was sent out to do, God. We ask that you continue to cover us with your blood. Shield us from all hurt, harm, or danger. Go with us, stand by with us. Meet every need. And if we fail to ask anything, please don't fail to grant it. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I'll never be
you know, this is why we do what we do. We want God to be glorified through our worship so that people who don't know him would want to know him. And, and you know, God made it pretty easy for us. He was willing to send his only begotten son. His son was willing to give his life. And because he died on the cross for our sins, all we have to do is believe and we can be saved. The Bible says in Romans 10 and 9 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. It's just that easy. And I, I want to ask you to accept Jesus into your heart because I know for sure that that will be the best decision you have ever made and the best one you will ever make. Jesus changes everything. He gives you life. He gives you hope. He gives you peace. He heals your body. But you know what? The greatest miracle of all is that when we leave here, we get to be in his presence forever. It's eternal salvation. It never runs out. His love never ends. It never runs out. But you have to receive this gift. And so if you want it tonight, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross for my sin. And I believe on the third day you raised him from the grave. I confess I'm a sinner. But I believe you're my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I invite you into my heart. Be the Lord of my life for the rest of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I will be empowered to live a life pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer and you believe it, you know what you're saying. You know what? He's your future. He's your hope. He's the anchor of your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're my future. You're my hope. You're the Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.